Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Julius Baer's Moving Markets podcast. It's Monday, the 20th of November, and my name is Mike Grauber. On today's show, I'll be talking about the market news since the weekend with Alexander Peterson, including a radical sh shape-up in Argentina with the election of a new president. And then I'll be talking to Menzo Pochinci, our head of technical analysis, and so I'm looking forward to getting his latest thoughts on the market as well. But first up, Alex, good morning. Good morning, Mike. So let's start. The newswires went wild over the weekend following the news that OpenAI CEO Sam Altman was fired by the company's board. Uh, what happened there? Yes, that's true. OpenAI's board of directors fired Sam Altman last Friday and hired Emmett Shear, the former chief executive officer of Amazon's game streaming site Twitch. Efforts to reinstate Altman after a busy weekend of negotiations appear to have failed late on Sunday in San Francisco. Altman's ouster sent shockwaves through the business world and followed his efforts to raise billions of dollars for a new chip company. It will also be interesting to see how Microsoft's share price reacts today as the company is a major investor in OpenAI. And uh, following on from that then, uh, how are markets looking this morning? Well, after a flat performance in the US on Friday, US and European equity futures are slightly in the red this Monday morning. Notably, Japan is a little lower after reaching a 33-year high earlier in today's session. And in China, the offshore yuan strengthened after the People's Bank of China boosted its daily reference rate for the currency to the strongest since August. Hong Kong shares are up more than 1%. And now coming to bonds, there was also some news about them having their best months in a long time. Can you give us some more details, please? Yes, treasuries are having their best month since March. Investors are increasingly confident that the Federal Reserve is done raising interest rates. This also means that the broad-weighted US dollar index is at its lowest since early September. An upcoming bond sale will test that confidence. Weak demand for today's 20-year auction could send yields higher, mirroring the reaction of the 30-year auction earlier this month. A strong reception, however, would be a strong endorsement of the rally. Absolutely. Very interesting. And there was a huge election upset in Argentina with uh, Javier Milei winning the presidential election there. What can you tell us? Argentinian voters elected libertarian outsider Javier Milei as their new president. Javier Milei secured Argentina's presidency with a 97% of votes counted in the runoff election, taking 56% of the vote to 44% for incumbent economy minister Sergio Massa. Milai won on a platform of radical change for the country amid staggering challenges, including over 100% inflation, 44 billion debt to the IMF and empty government coffers. His campaign proposals, which included closing the central bank, abandoning the peso in favor of the US dollar and implementing austerity measures resonated with voters unhappy with the economic situation. Despite his electoral success, his coalition has limited numbers of seats in both the Senate and the lower house. Interesting to see also how markets will react. I think they are closed in Argentina today for a public holiday. Lastly, Alex, what can we expect for the week? So looking ahead to the rest of the week, investors will be watching the US FOMC meeting on Tuesday and the US preliminary PMIs on Friday. In the Eurozone, investors will be watching consumer confidence on Wednesday and flash PMIs on Thursday. Japan will release its CPI inflation figures on Wednesday and the UK will release its preliminaries PMIs on Thursday. 
There will also be a few central banks reporting this week, including the Central Bank of Hungary, Sweden, Indonesia, Turkey and South Africa. And that's pretty much all for today's wrap up. Back to you, Mike. Thank you very much, Alex. A good roundup to start the week. But now over to you, Mincio. Good morning and welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Mike. Now, we've seen large cap stocks outperform small caps by a wide margins this year. Um, this has been widely reported. But in the middle of last week, you commented that you're seeing investors are starting to buy also some small caps. Uh, I know our fundamental research analysts have said that they would avoid that uh, market segment at the moment. But from a technical point of view, do you think the tide is finally turning in favor of small caps? Yes, that's a good question. So when we look at the U.S. equity market, basically what we noted is broad-based buying in large, mid and small caps. And this is a sign of broad-based demand for equities. Historically, this means that equities have further to go. Usually they advance further. The second part of the question, of course, is are we seeing a reversal of the long-term underperformance of U.S. small cap stocks versus large cap stocks? We don't think so. Uh, the downtrend is uh, quite severe and we suspect that we will or that the market will give back all its outperformance since uh, the year 2000. So probably in the US equity market, one should still avoid uh, small cap stocks. The picture is a bit different when we look uh, at Europe and Switzerland. Here we are seeing actually an improvement of the small and mid-cap stocks against large caps. And just as a note, these two segments uh, behave a bit differently. Maybe worthwhile to remember this. So um, it would be too far-fetched to make a global assessment of small cap stocks. But rather, we have to split the US and Europe. So in Europe, we see an improvement. In the US, is a temporary relief, but not a change in the long-term trend. Thanks a lot. Very interesting. Um, now over to fixed income. So government bonds yields both in the US and in Europe have continued to fall over the last week. Uh, and so we've seen some very nice gains for investment-grade bonds. And Alex already talked about US treasuries. But just from a technical analysis perspective, uh, where do you see the best price momentum? Is it investment grade or are there any other bond segments worth highlighting? Yes. So first of all, the key point is that interest rates are declining. So with a decline below 450 in the US 10-year treasury yield, the way is open towards a decline to 4%. So this means there is tailwind for bond investors. If you look at the segments, uh, basically we still see that uh, credit risk or credit spreads are tightening. And within the bond segment, uh, for us, the best, uh, the best uh, place still to be is US high yield bonds. And here may be worthwhile to highlight that historically a falling crude oil price has not been negative to US high yield bonds. Contrary to this, they have basically seen better returns when crude oil prices are falling compared to crude oil prices rising. And uh, one last question on gold, uh, Mensur. We've seen the Middle East conflict premium evaporate in recent weeks, uh, with prices reaching $1,940 an ounce. But last week, we saw a $50 rally in gold following the release of uh, lower than expected U.S. inflation data. So what do the charts tell us about gold in the face of these uh, contradictory price movements? 
Yes, so when we look at gold, basically, uh, we have to be aware that gold has been trying to break above 2000 here many times and has failed. Um, on top of this, uh, we think that it is important to remember that over the past few weeks, we have seen a decline in the US dollar. So this means when we look at gold in other currencies, so let's say the euro, we can see that gold basically did not appreciate. So we remain cautious on gold as long as gold, first of all, is not rising against all currencies. And secondly, as long as gold is underperforming equities. So here we have still the view or here we have still the chart which suggests that investors are avoiding safe haven assets and are preferring to invest in equities. Great. Thank you very much, Mentor. Good to get an update from you this Monday morning. Thank you, Mike. So that is all for today. Thank you again to my guests and thank you all for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to subscribe and please also leave us a review on whichever platform you like to listen on. We would love to hear your feedback. And do join us again tomorrow when more of our colleagues talk about what is moving markets. Have a great start to the week, everyone, and bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favorite podcast player.